Twilight Fan Podcast, episode number 27. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Everybody and welcome back to another episode of the Twilight Saga fan podcast. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. We are still covering chapter by chapter, or a couple chapters at a time of the book Eclipse. Today, covering yeah. chapters 16 through 18. We've been busy. Yes. I, I'm telling you, although I did put the book down and said, look, I won't, I won't pester you. You tell me when you want to read. You did. And are you, what? Are you only, um, reading it with me because you think that I like that? Or do you prefer that over listening to the audiobook? Um, you know, it doesn't matter to me. I, I, I like, I enjoy the time that we spend together to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not as convenient as walk listening while, while walking, walking, but, uh, but you know, you're sick. So therefore you're not walking. That's exactly correct. <laughs> so yeah. And I anyway. think you're catching more because you are able to stop and ask me things. Yes, I am. So I do think that you're catching more than you were when you were just listening oh, yeah. to that. I'm more engaged in the story. That's for sure. Because, okay. because you're able to stop and I can say, wait, go back. What did that say? And I'll be like, dude, are you sleeping? <laughs> and sometimes I am. Sometimes <laughs> Literally. <he is>. <laughs> <laughs> right. He's not joking uh, at all. It was, it was mostly the history of the Quileute tribe, whatever. Oh, that was a long time ago. No, last night you looked like you were asleep. I wasn't you sleeping weren't. last night. You quizzed me and I, I was able to answer all your questions. I know. I, I said that. Yep. I said that. So, Stephanie, chapter 16, epic. Right. Epic. All right. And it's not epic like in an epic story. It's right. Like epic, E-P-O-C-H. And you looked that is, up and I it means did. what? It means like a distinctive amount of time. Okay. Like a certain period of time. All right. And epic, E-P-I-C, is like poetic and I think everybody knows what epic E-P-I-C means, but right. epic E-P-O-C-H is a di- distinctive period of time. Okay. So yeah. this, this episode of course uh, starts off. Alice and Bella are talking about how the person who broke into her home is the same person who's creating an army in Seattle and uh, the whole idea here is that they're not after this isn't a group of uh, that's being it's not an army that's being built to come and fight the Collins for their territory. But instead, yeah. their only interest is in, in Bella. getting Bella. Right. You know, that's when I like I, I love that Bella is the one to figure all the figure all of this out and puts it all together and she's like this is what has been bothering me and that she has such the wrong emotion she's relieved (laughs) she feels relief first because she has found out she's figured out what she's been missing and second because they're not after the cullens right you know they're they're only after her which why you would feel release relief at that i i don't know because she's because she's bella she's not all there not exactly right She's so, just not. Stephanie, 
I uh, let's see here. The next you have the notes. I, I have no notes. Yeah. Today. The the next thing, of course, is we go to graduation. Do you want to say anything about graduation? Um, n- <laughs> no, not really about the actual the graduation itself. Um, I love that. I I think I felt I feel now about my graduation. Looking back, how Bella described feeling about hers. Yeah. Like it was just something that you had to go through and it went all so fast. Were we really supposed to walk this fast? You know, was it really supposed to go like this? And, and then it's over. And for Bella, it means something completely different, obviously, mm-hmm. you know, uh, I love when she references that this was not a milestone that Edward was, you know, excited for me to reach <laughs> because of all of that it meant to them. But, um, but no, I, I remember feeling that that way. Mm-hmm. So, so I, you know, the, the graduation story, to be honest with you, I'm like, OK, let's get on with the war. Let's get on with what I, <laughs> I know is inevitably coming, which I called this right. thing like from, well, a, a long time ago in the book. But the whole idea is that the, there's going to be some kind of alliance that's taking place. Right. Here you guessed that last the, time between the werewolves and the Collins. And so. Uh, I, for me, the graduation just that wasn't all that interesting at all. I did like the part where Jessica was being extra friendly, a little overly so, like annoyingly so, right? Yeah, very okay. much so. So I'm not the only one who thought that. Yeah. All right. Exactly. And so you know, I, I kind of like that. And then all of a sudden, um, Alice did have to disappear because she she knew some things. Yeah. Because and, Bella had already told her, and I love when. When, okay, now she can sense, Bella can sense that Edward is worried about Alice. Like she can, she can get that. And so she asks him, are you worrying about Alice? Anyway, do you know something? Yes. What was she, how, what does, um, what was she thinking about anyway to keep you out? I mean, right. and I love this. I absolutely love it. She was translating the battle hymn of the Republic into Arabic, actually. And when she finished with that, she moved on to Korean sign language. Nice. I love I love Alice. This is this is who Alice is. And she knew she had to keep her mind occupied. Or everything would spill out for for him to see. Right. So anyway. Yep. All right. So basically, Bella eventually ends up telling Edward because, you know, he he's not going to shut up unless she does. Right. And so uh, then there is. Well, then she was hoping the party would be canceled. Right. Exactly. <laughs> which it was not. No. And then, of course, uh, before we get to the good part, then we have to go and have dinner with Charlie at the lodge. Oh, wait, the ride to graduation with with Edward in the back of the cruiser. Oh, yeah. Hilarious. Oh, the smiles. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, The smile between Charlie and And Bella saying that that Edward had an amused grin on his face. And I could only imagine what my father was thinking. And that that was funny. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. And of course, there was a discussion of the right thing. And I don't remember what that means, but I put it that in quotations. And it's, let's see, it's basically it's between the Charlie's lodge and telling, the twinkling lights. Okay, Charlie is telling Bella um, to do the right thing and that the right thing isn't necessarily the right thing for both parties. I don't And he's get referring it. to her friendship with Jacob. Oh, okay, okay. Right, he... 
That's right. Okay. Dad's still on that. The right Jacob thing kick. isn't always real obvious. Sometimes the right thing for one person is the wrong thing for someone else. So good luck figuring that out. I have to ask you, you were really hard on Charlie the last time we recorded. Yes. Because he was all high-fiving Jacob and, you know, on Jacob's side. How do you feel about Charlie now? I still feel the same. Why? Why? What, what do you think he's done that would have changed the way I feel? Well, he said that he thinks that he didn't do um, a very good job with Bella and that he didn't know that he had to teach her how to throw a punch. Right. And she asked him, I thought you were on Jacob's side. He says, no matter what side I'm on, if someone kisses you without your permission, you should be able to make your feelings clear without hurting yourself. You didn't keep your thumb inside your fist, did you? So, I mean... Yeah, it, I think it, it that- doesn't take away from the fact that... She, I mean, I mean, maybe it wasn't clear to him, but still, I, I think it doesn't take away what he... His initial reaction was the hi-fi was a little over the top. Okay. It's going to take a little bit more of a, you know, little conversation in the cruiser. Okay. Because I think that he really, you know, or at dinner at the lodge, whatever, wherever that took place. This was in the cruiser on the way to the Cullens. But, um, no, I think that he really, I like that. He said that. I mean, it's like, okay, that's great. But still, it, doesn't change about how I feel. All right. He's so, still, he may he's, be on team Jacob, but he's, he's still, still on, concerned about his daughter. Yeah, he is concerned about his daughter, but he's still on team Mutt. So that's the only thing you have against him? No. Oh, okay. The high five. I'm still not over right. it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> all right. So that's all. That That's all. And then... um, I mean, it, th- <laughs> I mean it's the thing is he forced himself upon her. He did forced himself and as her dad and the chief of police you think still, he would have had him better and the fact that he's still on team jacob irks me okay all right yeah all i'm saying no i get it so right. i love that alice put twinkling lights for what up the up the like cullen three cullen quarters drive of a mile or something for the whole three miles like every 20 feet for the whole three miles of their driveway their mi- driveway isn't three miles is it that's what bella says in the book i think she's exaggerating you think yeah okay do you know how long three miles is i do know how long three miles is do three. you know how far back their house is off the road <laughs> apparently three, <laughs> three miles, miles. <laughs> just because the movie got it wrong but don't get me going there because the movie got the house all wrong too that's what you keep saying they I'm not did quite sure i agree with you but that's fine uh, well, it's right here. Oh my goodness! It's, it's, no. it's even mentioned in this book. Hold on, I will find it on this chapter. Oh gosh, here we go again. Because they walked toward the big white house, and that is not the house that they gave us. How, the house is white in the movie. No, it is not. Go back and watch it again. Uh, well, maybe if I watch the movie thirty-five <laughs> times, like you have, you could win the trivia. <laughs> oh goodness. Sorry. So, Stephanie, let's move on to chapter 17, Alliance, which, of course, you know, you wouldn't tell me the chapter title until we started reading the chapter. And, of course, it was no shock to me because this is the chapter where you're like, oh, great. As soon as I said chapter 17, Alliance, you're like, oh, great. Here it is. So here it is. All right. So uh, we walk, you know, basically, okay. they get they drive up to the house. They being Charlie and Edward. Well, Edward ran back. He followed them. Oh, okay. Because he didn't have dinner with them. 
Oh, that's right. Okay, yeah. gotcha. Edward left them at still at the high school. Right. Right. So anyway, they're at the Collins house, which has been transformed into some kind of crazy <laughs> nightclub <laughs> that you only see on television. Alice. Right. And then, you know, often throughout this um, series, Bella says Alice's name like it's an explicit word. <laughs> She's just... And, and I like when she said that... Um, was it in this one or was it in the other one? Was it in this chapter or the other chapter? Anyway, she talks about Alice always wanting her to behave as Alice believes a human should behave. Right. You, I remember that line. Okay. So yeah. so you have read that part already. Yes. I don't know where it is, but... Mm-hmm. Um, you, she wants but her she life to be as human as what she thinks a human life ought to ought look to like. Ought to be, right. Yeah. Right. And, and Bella is not your average human. Yeah. <laughs> and not. well, Alice doesn't really know what a normal human life because really should be like. Because she doesn't remember being human at all. Right. And, so. and when she was, it wasn't quite normal. Right. All right. All right. So uh, the next thing I have is that everybody was overwhelmed with a v- very foul stench of a uh, wet mutt smell. And actually, was it the mutt smell or did Alice's vision uh, disappear? Because Alice was the first one who... Who invited the dog? You, you know, um, Alice th- invited the dog. No. no, Alice was the first one who asked who invited the dog. Right. Which I don't think she said dog, did she? She said anyway. Yeah. But um, but she was the first one who who commented on it. So I think it had more to do with her vision right. disappearing than. The ah, smell at that point. Gotcha. All right. Well, anyway, Jacob and Quill and Embry uh, ended up showing up at the party. Jacob brings a gift. He's obviously taking up whittling in his free time <laughs> and has whittled a perfectly uh, a perfect, beautiful replica of a little wolf as a charm on a bracelet. Uh, whatever. And of course, what's she going to do? She's going to forget all about the fact that he basically date raped her. (laughs) Wow. I love that the forced kiss is going straight to date rape. I I really. So. So. uh, Wow. Cliff, you are like. I really don't like him. I know. He did force himself. All right. He did. I agree with you. So um, anyway. He apologized. It doesn't matter. But what is she going to do? Is she going to... She just forgets it all. It's 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 done. It's over. And not only that, but she's going to wear think- the gift from the man who's absolutely head over heels, is not going to stop at anything, in love with her. And she's going to just wear this bracelet. Can, can I go now? Yes. I really think that she was only doing that because she was looking for a way out. I don't think that she was so willing to... I mean, I know she says, fine, apology accepted. Now, if you'll excuse me for a moment. I mean, she really is still trying to get away from him. And he guilts her. Don't forget, he's he commented he's, several yeah. chapters back that, you know, he's not fighting fair. He guilted her into, well, if you'd rather be with your real friends. You know, I mean... He's a creep. Yeah, he is. And then she says, and then she's like, well, okay, let me see it, you know, put it on. Anyway, so he guilted her into staying there. Right. Well, the next thing I have is that all of a sudden, out of nowhere, the Cullens disappear. 
Dun, they're dun, gone. Dun. They're gone. They're, they're gone. She can't find them anywhere. And she needs to see them bad. Like yeah. she knows that Alice has now seen what Alice has been waiting for. Yeah. And um, so she, she really needs to speak with them. And they've just all disappeared. Yep. And not only that, but left them with a pack of wolves. Seriously. Hello. Where's their, where's her protector well, now? Well, they all agreed that if Bella thought the werewolves were safe, yeah. then, you know, uh huh. Bella could hang out with the werewolves. And the minute they leave, what happens? <laughs> Jacob being the total donkey that he is <laughs> starts, you know, Forcing himself on right. her, not not physically in a, uh, you know, Well, he backs that way. her in a corner. Backs her into a corner. Automatically slips into the plural. Uh-huh. And basically, uh, you know, bullies her and says, listen, you, he starts demanding things. He you talk, does. You talk about a jerk. He, he's such a jerk. Um, So here's the thing. In the last podcast that we did, was it the last one that we did? I'm sure it was. Um, or one of the podcasts. It that doesn't we've matter. Done. I had forgotten to mention something from way back in like chapter 10, I think. Something that Jacob said. Mm-hmm. And this is where it starts to come to light. Okay. Is, is in these next few things. Jacob is demanding information from Bella. Yeah. She doesn't even know anything yet. But, but but still well, demanding whoa, 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 whoa. She knows some things. She knows some things. She knows lots of things. And do you know she's not so quick to offer it up at in, you know, first? Wh- and who is she to be holding back information? Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> not that anybody else would hold back information, but right. I'm just saying. But he, he slips into, we have a right to know. And oh, what a hypocrite. So here's the thing. Now Alice is... Now Alice has come and she needs to talk to Bella, but Jake has put his arm against the wall and trapped them in a corner. Here's my favorite part. Jasper appeared quite literally out of nowhere. Yeah. As soon as Alice was involved in this, he's like, listen, man. That's right. You don't mess with Alice. That's right. And I love this because while they don't really. um... Aw. I what? love that Sam's in the chat room. He's Cliff and Steph. I've just bought the first Twilight book from eBay. Congratulations, nice. Sam. <laughs> Happy reading. Um, while you don't get a full on description look at um, Alice and Jasper, mm-hmm. the love between these two and the way that they protect each other is beautiful. Yes. And something as simple as, <laughs> and then Jasper was standing on the other th- other side of Jake's arm, his expression terrifying, makes you know that he would do anything to protect her. Yes. And I would love him to see him rip Jacob's arm off and beat him with it. Exactly. So, I mean, obviously, I I do like the really. I mean, Alice is obviously my favorite character. Right. Absolutely. I love I love Jer- Jasper's character. Um. So yeah. Anyway, the so it all comes out. The vampires uh, are are actually on the move, and they all find out together that the vampires are coming uh, to Forks, and like sort of like now or <laughs> in a few days. In time. a few days. What right. is it? Four days out or something? Yeah, like something that. like that. And of course, Jacob says, oh, well, actually, Jacob doesn't say anything. But Allison says, "Mm, that's interesting. Because something disappears from her vision. Yeah. Right. And 
And so she's like, well, hey, that that's kind of cool. And Jasper says th- they'll need to be, you know, we're already planning a, a strategic meeting. And um, if you're going to fight with us, you'll need some instruction. Right. And so that moves us into chapter 18, instruction. Well, before you do that, uh, I, just, do I had a note that said... Um, you know, th- she was talking about how many there were, and it's like there's 21 today, but their numbers are slowly decreasing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as far as why, it's a long story. Well, it turns out, I guess the long story is just because we find out in chapter 18 instruction that they fight against themselves. They fight amongst themselves. Yeah. Right. Because they're they're very um, volatile. And, right. And kind of like young attention. wolves. <laughs> kind of, kind of like unpredictable, like yeah. young wolves. What do you have? For, for chapter 18 instruction. Well the, uh, well, the first thing we have is, uh, you know, our own Mr. Hypocrite um, shows up in the in the woods with uh, not just the folks that we know about, but there are 10 right. wolves. Which goes back to page 223 when he and Bella are... T- this is when he is And that's invited. paragraph 2, line 3, right? <laughs> <laughs> Stephanie. Shut up. Cra- it's you, chapter 10. You crack me up. It's it's chapter 10, and this is what I've been waiting to share with you, <laughs> I is know, that I know. back in chapter 10, when he is inviting her to come to La Push for the bonfire, he's like, oh, come on. You think somebody's going to get past all all six of us? Uh-huh. So, I mean, he even stumbled across his words. And at first, I immediately wanted to hate Jacob and be like, well, I already do. I, yeah. re- I really do. At this point, despise Jacob. Um. And be like, he's withholding information. He's, you know, but honestly, he's probably under orders from Sam because we already know that once the alpha gives an order, it cannot be disobeyed. Okay. I mean, they cannot disobey it. And so that's, that's what it is. That's what I believe that it is. But still they're holding out while they demand that Bella be a traitor and tell them everything. Well, you, they, I don't think they, I, it's Jacob. Jacob's the one who's demanding she be a, betray yeah, her friends. But they're using Jacob to use her. Well, of course they are right. because he's a usable person. He is. He's a weakling. You know, he's a little peon that can be easily manipulated <laughs> for any purpose whatsoever because he's a weakling. <laughs> you Did said I, that already. Yeah, I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> sorry. Have we had any um, feedback from... Anyone who's on Team Jacob, I don't know. Um, does anybody out there care? Do, do you? Would you play it if they did? I let me check the uh, trash bin here. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Look at all that feedback. <laughs> no, you're kidding. I did tell my sister to tell her husband that we mentioned him in the last podcast and how crazy we believe that he is because he's Team Jacob. Yeah. yeah. Which I really I don't understand how. How can you anyway? Right. Yeah, so, okay. What else do you have? So next, Jacob is holding out. Demands so, that Bella be a So next we, we've got the wolves who can't speak because, well, they're wolves. <laughs> and so, so Edward has to do all the talking for them. Well, no, it's not because they're wolves. It's because they don't trust the Cullens, which I mean, they have done nothing what? to give them huh? the reason that they came in their wolf form. Okay. is because they don't trust the Cullens and the Cullens have given them no reason to not trust them. Oh, I didn't get that. That's because you were really sleeping when you told me that you weren't. Oh, I don't want to hear that. <laughs> I but that is why so. they. But that is why Edward had to translate because they wouldn't. 
They wouldn't come in their human form. I mean, they wouldn't come as. They're wimps. They're wimps. They're weaklings. They're afraid. <laughs> anyway, so Edward does the translating for Sam. Kind of boring to 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 kind of have all that kind of happen there. Uh, and of course, what do they do next? They do a bunch of training. Oh, you totally skipped Bella being all intuitive. Oh, please tell me. Um, what did I miss? Well, she tells Edward that she believes that it's Victoria who is after them. Okay. And that it is Victoria who created the newborns in Seattle while Edward still believes that it's the Volturi. Okay. And she says, because didn't you say that you went to Texas and Texas is where all the Southern wars were going on that Jasper talked about in his, you know, in Texas and in Mexico, the Southern part. And, um, and so that's where that stuff is really heavy at. So if Edward tracked Victoria to Texas, then she learned about that there. And he's saying, or, and, and Bella is saying, you know, I, I think that it's her and, you know, can't she make new friends? And he, he's, he's like, you're very intuitive today. And today, today, <laughs> right. normally you can't put two and two now, together. Here's the thing. He's like, it's impressive. Nice. <laughs> he says, it's impressive. Now, um, and she says that she thinks she's reacting to the place. Like she feels like Victoria can see her somehow because she's in the baseball clearing again. And um, anyway, so that that's that's kind of anyway, I like that. All right. So the next note that I have, of course, is now they're going into training. And of course, what are they doing? They're spending this entire rest of the chapter showing, showing the, the wolves how, how to, to destroy, destroy the Collins. I know. Give me a break. Stephanie Meyer, what <laughs> were you thinking? Oh, Did she not have her coffee that morning? I mean, come I don't on. Know. Seriously. I, I don't anyway, know. But I, anyway. The only thing I have here is notes. Jasper, blur. Alice, on Jasper's shoulder. Edward, faster than Jacob or Jasper, always a step ahead. Yes. Then there's more practice. Uh, and then lots more practice. I love when Jasper has, um, he really stops everything to show Bella that she doesn't need to worry about Alice because Bella is worried about Alice. Number one, because she loves her. And number two, because Alice, you have to remember is only like four foot tall. I mean, she's a really tiny person, right? But she can see what they're going to do before they do it. Right. So, um, but I love that Jasper, because you can tell that he really does care for Bella. Mm-hmm. He really does care about her. Yeah. And cares about her worries and her concerns. And so he took the time out to show her, you know, that Alice would be fine. And then I love when, when he tells Alice, you truly are one frightening little monster. It's just another look into their love. Yeah. You know, anyway. So more fighting, right? More yeah. practice. Is that what you said? Yeah. And then all of a sudden this chapter made me even more sick. All oh, of a sudden there's gracious. I mean, then there's all kinds of licking happening. Right. Jacob, you know, keep your tongue in your mouth. I get that you're a dog and you can't help but pant, but come on. Keep it to yourself. Disgusting. Please. Disgusting. That's all I got to say. Yeah, that was gross. But I like um, Bella is, is she realizes that Edward had been hoping she'd have a different reaction. 
<laughs> like running and screaming or something. Right. And, you know, if she didn't run and scream when she found out that he was a vampire, she's probably not going to run and scream by being licked by a wolf. Hey, Edward, did you see what she's wearing around her wrist? <laughs> not in this chapter. <laughs> Jeez. Anyway. So anyway, um, they have this huge discussion about what they're going to do with her, with Bella. I love how they talk about her as if she's not there. Yeah. Huge discussion about what they're going to do with her during this battle. What are we going to do with this girl? <laughs> what are we going to do with this girl? And um, Bill, um, sorry, I read Billy off the page, but um, Edward and Jacob come up with a plan to hide Bella scent and hide her somewhere out in the mountains. Right. And that pretty much brings us to a close, doesn't it? Pretty much so. That's, I mean, well, the only other note that I have here is Seth, of course, is going to play the role of the cell phone. Yes. Yes, Seth is going to be, because they don't want to leave Bella out there alone. And because Seth can be connected to the rest of the wolves, then... Right. And of course we learned that their their telepathic abilities can stretch a minimum of 300 miles. Well, that's as far as they've tried it so far. Or Stephanie, that would be they don't know anything they don't know if they can travel more than 297 miles <laughs> away from the colon's home. <laughs> Maybe. Assuming that their driveway is 3 miles long. Funny. All right. Their driveway is three miles long. Why would you doubt that? <laughs> it's written it's, in the book. It, I just don't believe it. Anyway, it's a lot of lights to put up. It's Alice. All right. Fair enough. Anyway, folks, we hope that you are enjoying the Twilight Saga fan podcast. I know that we are most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> I am all of the time. I know you are. And I am. A, I am most of the time. Uh, and you know, there's just been a couple times where I just felt like I've been rushed, but not not this time. No, you, I I just want to say I I very much appreciate the extra, you know, buffer and <laughs> stuff like that. I've so, been giving you li- your little breaks. I know, I know, I, but no, I enjoyed I enjoyed this. I'm looking forward to a big, huge, gigantic war, all out war. Really? Yeah. Cool. So we'll see what if I get it or not. We'll see. Anyway, we'll be back with more chapters 19 through, I don't know. Are we going to read now? I, I don't know. How many uh, How many chapters are in this book? 20 what? Seven. 27. And an epilogue? And an epilogue. Let's see. That gives, that means there, well, gosh, 20, that means 28. So there's 10 more, cha- total of 10 more chapters. Yeah, we're on chapter 19. Yeah. Anyway. Hmm. Hmm. 10 more. That's like three more podcasts, I think. You think? At okay. least. And then you're probably going to take a break, right? Oh, you won't I don't go know. straight into the last book. I don't know. We'll see. You should. I'll probably take a little break. You'll probably go through it much slower, though. Yeah. Well, there's not a movie pending yet. No. It's rumored to start in the fall. Yeah? Rumored. Rumored. Yeah. I consider everything rumored until I read it off of Summit's website. There you go. Well, folks, that is that is it. We're going to wrap it up here and say thank you for listening and subscribing. Thank you for being, being a GSPN.TV Plus member. Absolutely. And hey, I recognize this one thing that not everybody listening to this podcast is a, you know, a, a Lost fan. You know, you heard about this TV show Lost. Lost. What's that? Oh, whatever. Uh, 
you, you think we have, I mean, what is this? This is episode 27 of the Twilight Saga podcast. We just refinished recording, and I just actually, while we were doing this, I actually released episode 250, our wow. 250th episode 250. of the Weekly Lost Podcast just got released. Anyway, yeah, you could say we're fans, but that's okay. If you're not, I want to tell you there's a party coming up. It doesn't matter if you've never seen a single episode of the Lost TV show. I'd talk Twilight on the commercials. Yeah. I would. And well, and Stephanie, and a matter of fact, our lost our lost party, when you go to the website at gspn.tv slash lost party, you'll read that it's an entire weekend event. That's and right. so uh, I, I'm imagining some people are going to come and want to talk podcasting stuff with me and they could talk Twilight with you. And That's right. So it, it's going to be a great weekend. And it's not all about just watching the TV show Lost. It's about community. And we want to invite you to come and participate and to give you an idea of what that might be. Uh, let me go ahead and play the promo. So until next time, everybody, join, join the, the community. community. You've followed the story. Do you think we crashed on this place by coincidence? You've listened to the podcast. It's destiny. And now. It must come to an end. You and me are getting the hell off this island. But not before Cliff and Stephanie throw a lost series finale party. Pack your bags. Make your reservations. We're going on vacation, baby. 5 p.m. Eastern, Sunday, May 23rd. The Lost Series Finale Party. We need to get to the safe house. The party will be at a secure facility, but you must RSVP to get in. Don't miss the GSPN Lost Finale Party. It's your last chance. Well, thank God for second chances. Sign up today at gspn.tv slash lost party.